1: Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Gina and Miranda from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all safe and happy and healthy, and this is episode 548, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast.
2: Today,
0: we'll be sharing with you all the latest Disney rumors and news. As you know, we are always trying to bring you the most up-to-date information coming out of Disney, and lately, it has been a lot. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents would be happy to help. Just email them today at info at yourstorytravel.com or visit their site at yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. So as Stephanie
1: made reference to, there has been a lot or a ton of news coming our way from Disney, which is good. But we just try to have to rush through sometimes what we're talking about. Um, So please hold on tight. We will try to get everything in but not uh, make you wonder if we're ever going to be done talking. So we will try to cover good and the bad. I'm going to start with some bad, and I apologize about that. So if you were planning on going to Disney World for Christmas, yes, they finally made the decision to announce that Mickey's Very Merry Christmas is indeed canceled for the 2020 season. Um, I don't think that was really a huge surprise for any of us because they did cancel the Halloween party and I kind of saw the writing on the wall that that was going to happen. For me, it is sad. We actually weren't going at Christmas this year for the first time in six years, I think, but I'm still sad for all those people that do go because it does um, bring a lot of people and it does bring a lot of joy to us when we would go every year. Uh, but Disney stated that holiday experiences draw big crowds, so anything that draws a big c- crowd will be on hiatus for the year for everybody's safety, which I think only makes sense.
0: It makes sense. It is sad. It's, I mean, it's It's a big draw. That's why a lot of people go, and if you booked a trip for December, you probably booked a trip for that reason, is to see Disney during the holidays. So
3: I know, we, we kind of kicked around the idea about going at Christmas, you know, just for a long weekend, but... You know, like I told my husband, you know, all the stuff that we like to see isn't gonna be, is going to is going to be gone. Yeah, this year is just—I'm ready for it to be over. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know I in say that every episode I'm on, but jeez.
0: <laughs> well, piggybacking. A piggybacking off of that Um, Cinderella's Castle also won't be getting the draped uh, getting draped with lights this year instead of the dream lights they're going to have some Christmas projections like ugly sweaters or red and green and gold ornaments so they will be getting something it's just not going to have those amazing draped lights covering the castle now we did look a little bit more into this the parks aren't going to be staying open late So that's one reason they are gonna waste a lot of money on all of these lights and decorations because they're closing before it's totally dark. And then also the lights have to be fireproofed every year and that's really expensive for Disney. And with all that has been happening with Disney and how big of a hit they've had this year because of COVID. We're kind of thinking that maybe they're just trying to save a little bit of money somehow. And this is just one of the things that is one of the budget cuts that's coming your way. But either way, we're going to miss those dream lights and we hope to see them return in 2021. These are
3: always my favorite.
1: They're so pretty. Even when you get there early in the morning, Yeah, which you can't do that right now either. So right. Yeah. Like, You know, it's okay. It'll be okay. Yeah.
3: So, some more sad news on the Christmas cancellation, sorry. Um, The Candlelight Processional in Epcot's American Pavilion has also been canceled. As you can recall, this was usually an annual event where well-known actors or actresses read the story of the birth of Christ while an orchestra played and a huge choir sang to support the Christmas story. The orchestra typically has 50 players, as well as choir members from all over the country, as well as cast members, and had been performed three times a night during the holiday season. And we actually got to see it the first year that we went.
1: It was our Christmas Eve. I don't know if everybody did it like, I mean, I don't think everybody did it like that, but because we usually went to a candlelight service when we were at home, that was our candlelight service there. Um, Again, I wasn't going to be there for Christmas Eve this year but it still makes me sad for it's such a cool event mm-hmm. and if you've never done it
3: try I just like how they have the different people come in and do it you know because you never know who's going who's gonna to be there we had Mulan we had Doogie Hauser. oh I bet <laughs> that was good it was good
0: I love that thought about being your candle light christmas eve service that's really cool yeah i'm
3: like you we always did when i was younger we always did candlelight christmas eve service at home at our church
2: So we do have some good news for Epcot. The Festival of the Holidays is returning. Starting November 27th, Epcot's Festival of the Holidays will be bringing holiday-inspired eats to the World Showcase. Disney confirmed that American Holiday Table will return with its slow-roasted turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce. And this means that the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen will return where you can get a bread roll with cheese fondue. When Festival of the Holiday begins, Epcot will reopen at 12 and close at 8 p.m. So at least the food. But the stuffing sounds amazing. And, <laughs> and the, the just looks thinking. incredible. <laughs> Roast turkey
3: and stuffing and cranberry sauce, mm, it's making me hungry and I already it, ate dinner. It looked a
1: little, um, I don't know, I wouldn't have thought that would have been a big seller, not because people don't like that, just it's layered like a cake almost.
3: Oh, is it? Well, then I wouldn't like that because I don't like my food. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't even like mashed potatoes, corn on top of my mashed potatoes. We should just
1: close your eyes and we'll put it in. You'll never. I can't.
3: I can't. I cannot
0: do it.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, boy.
0: Well, one more closure that's happening, or something that's not going to be reopening, is the gingerbread displays at Disney World. They are not going to exist in 2020. Um, It is, of course, due to social distancing laws that's been set by the CDC. Normally, they have these huge, amazing, life-size gingerbread houses at the Grand Floridian, and guests go there, they get their pictures taken with it. Well, of course, that draws a crowd. Um, And so, they are not going to put up the life-size gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian. The gingerbread display that's at the Contemporary will also be MIA this season, as well as the gingerbread carousel that usually um, is at the Beach Club. Disney wanted to assure us that the rest of the holiday decorations at the resorts will still be there, including the humongous trees at the Wilderness
3: Resort, Animal Kingdom, and the Grand Floridian, but those gingerbread houses will be missing this year. That's one of my favorite parts. We always went to of those resorts that had the gingerbread.
1: So I wonder if they're gonna have the Christmas decorating show again. Cause that was one of the coolest oh, yeah. things to watch I them. I about that. They did it in um what they sped it up or whatever so you can mm-hmm. watch how fast but they didn't really Time lapse. It. Right. Thank you. I couldn't think of what it was called. I mean, I'll still watch it for the trees and the other decorations just to see how the big turnaround, but it was fun to watch them put together that gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian.
0: Uh, I just, I mean, it's like they're kind of sucking some of the fun out of the holiday season with all that. It makes sense yes, right? for both of the reasons of, yes, it draws a crowd, and so therefore, like all the fun stuff draws the crowd, and they don't want the extra crowds and the extra people in any of those hotels. And then also it is another way to cut budgets.
3: I mean, you can't blame them. I mean, it's
2: not—it's not their fault that this is yeah. going on. It's just the world we live in. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. My brain went to the bakers who are making it as well. Oh it yeah, oh, yeah, and the decorators—the decorators the yeah, from them as well.
3: Yeah, and they always sold—at least at the Grand Floridian—they always sold those pieces, of the shingles. You know, yeah, what about I know. those in the parks instead? Like, you know, because they're in a cellophane pack anyway. They should.
1: They might have it at
3: the confectionery. Right. I mean, even if they had just, like, a tiny display, like, like a replica or something, you know what I mean? All right, so, the Christmas entertainment will still be plentiful. No worries there. The Christmas decor will be decked out throughout Disney World from November 6th through December 30th. There will also be plenty of holiday food and merchandise available to fill any of your needs. Yes, the Christmas parade won't be traveling through the park like it already had been. However, Disney will have Christmas cavalcades including the reindeer, toy soldiers, Mickey and Friends, and much more. We know that Santa will be in the parks, but at this time we don't know if you will be able to see Santa up
0: close and personal as soon
3: as we know we'll let you know
0: that just makes me think about in general like is santa even gonna happen this year i was thinking <laughs> we well, be able thing. to get a picture taken with santa this year yeah like at all the malls
1: and stuff too oh you're gonna have to do the what did they do last year where you could um there was an app or something because i know oh, one yeah of
3: our... yeah yeah. where you could ha-
1: you call santa or whatever there was an app and my friend set her two sons on the couch and they were separated and I couldn't figure out why. Cause then in the next picture she was able to project something and it looked like Santa was sitting next to them on their couch at their house, you know, kind of like I seen people do that with like lions and dinosaurs or something. I don't know okay. what that is. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah it's, it's like a 3D. picture
3: thing, 3d thing.
1: So we might have a lot more of that going on this year.
0: We might. It's just not the same experience for the kids. Poor kids. But I do love this idea. Um, Sorry, I got us off topic. I do love the idea of the Christmas calvicades. I'm glad that there's some sort of Happy Christmas thing
2: happening at the park. Right.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. For sure.
2: At Disney Springs, they're going to still have Disney's Christmas Trail of Trees. These are elaborately decorated themed trees that are set up all throughout Disney Springs. So you wander through them. It's a trail. They're themed after Disney movies, rides, parks, or attractions. So for example, the Haunted Mansion tree and the Epcot tree adorned with a monorail are a couple of our favorite trees. The trail will be a little bit more spread out to allow for social distancing. At night, guests will be able to experience Florida snow as they walk through the trail, or snow, as we call it, because it looks like snow, but it is actually soap. It's so cool. That's the kind of snow, snow I like. catch have... it on your
1: tongue. <laughs> It'll <taste> like soap. <laughs> That's the kind of snow you like? Is that what you said,
2: Miranda? Yeah, I don't have to shovel it. Just <laughs> kind
1: up. The Trail of Trees, if uh, listeners have not done it, is really awesome. And I am happy that they're having that because you know that we are supposed to take my mom for her first trip to Disney World and... But we were going back to Florida in December anyway. So at least we can take her to Disney Springs and let her see the Trail of Trees. And she can wear her ears. We bought her because she can't wear them in October. Kind of stinky. So there is going to still be Halloween entertainment coming to Disney World this fall, starting September the 30th. The Dapper Dans, I thought this was super cool. The Dapper Dans are returning to the Magic Kingdom, but they're coming as their spooky alter egos, the Cadaver Dans. Um, also, the Magic Kingdom will be getting Halloween cavalcades with Mickey and friends dressed for fall and their favorite Halloween costumes. And Disney will also have villain cavalcades. Ooh, villains. I know it said it was going to be led by Gaston on the horse, like the horse that Brave or, uh, Merida rides. No
3: way. Gaston is my favorite villain. <laughs> I love
0: Gaston. Because
3: he's cheesy. and He is cheesy. But I love
0: him. I hardly think of him as a villain for some reason, just because he's so in, like, I guess at the very end, but he's more innocently. True. Villainish. I don't know. He's probably the
1: nicest of the villains.
0: Right. Right. All right. I have one more sad news to give you, and then I'll be (laughs) done with my sadness, okay? Um, So, the People Mover, one of our favorites. It's gonna go ahead and stay closed through November. So sorry to everyone who loves that ride as well. The, pe- the People Mover closed a week or so before the pandemic began um, because of a crash, and it hasn't reopened ever since. So originally Disney announced that it would be closed until October 31st for refurbishment, and now the date has moved to November 21st. We're going to continue to keep you posted on the People Mover as
1: the information becomes available. So sad. That's Brad's favorite ride, isn't it? It is Brad's favorite ride. He was hoping that it might get done early because the original date was October 31st and we'll be there in the park that week before, but
3: nope. Sadly, no. Okay, so we all know that we have been waiting to hear when Disneyland is going to open because it seems like they've been closed forever. But, there is still no opening date, but a glimmer of hope was spotted this week in Anaheim. There were health and safety reminders placed in front of Disneyland and California Adventure. Although we know the signs don't give an official reopening date, it does seem like Disney is stepping in that direction. Indoor dining returns this week at Downtown Disney as California moves to Phase 2 in their planning. Indoor dining is limited to 25% capacity or 100 people, whichever is less. The governor of California did say that the talks about Disneyland parks reopening are open-ended and ongoing.
1: That seems like a plus for all the Disneyland friends or the people that are closest to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. Right.
2: Miranda, are you counting down the days? Oh my gosh. I saw the signs go up earlier this week and I heard that the music was turned back on and I was like squealing from our bedroom because I was like on the phone looking at this and I was like, oh my gosh, Zach, they're coming out. The music's on. We have signs. Maybe we can still go this year.
1: It's possible. You should go ring in the new year if they open.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm going to be there the second that those doors reopen. Over in Galaxy's Edge, Savvy's Workshop will be reopening soon in Walt Disney World's. This is that custom lightsaber building experience, which of course I have done. It will be reopening on September 20th. So you can start making reservations on September 16th. There will be capacity rules as well as physical distancing. So advanced reservations are highly, highly recommended even more so than usual with everything going on.
1: I would say you're always better, especially right now. Reservations were probably important before. But now, because of social distancing, I would say reservations are a must. If, if that's some, like if that's the one thing that your kid wants to do, don't you think you mm-hmm. should have a reservation for it?
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll like, do every other workstation spot? That's what I was Probably. trying to figure out. That would
1: make sense. Maybe you need to write to them, Stephanie, and give them ideas. <laughs> Because sometimes I I think about it though, (laughs) I think that sometimes they're so just about getting the people back, they're not thinking through everything. So, the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra Bandstand was removed from the lobby of the Grand Floridian this week, and I am sad about this, but I will read the thing, I will tell you the article first. Some guests had noticed that some of the orchestra members have been spotted at Hollywood studios playing in Disney's Society and Friends show. Which is where Beauty and the Beast usually is. But right now they're just having a band play. And then at the very end, the Beauty and the Beast, Mrs. Potts, and Chip, and Lumiere, and what two am I forgetting? Cogsworth. Yes. Cogsworth all come out at the end. So you get to see their characters, I guess, because they don't speak. They could put anybody in those costumes. But I do know that the actors, we talked about that a few weeks ago, are coming back as well. But anyway... That's where some of those bandstand members are. Then also, when the Enchanted Rose opened at the Grand Floridian last year, the Society Orchestra debuted in that location. And so when somebody was inquiring to a cast member why was the bandstand removed, they said that the Society Orchestra was temporarily unavailable at this time. Well, I guess so. If they're in two places, it'd be a little hard for them to be in a third. But I don't know about you guys, but Joey and I, I mean, even Kaylee and Brad like it, but Joey is a big jazz Fan just because he plays saxophone, and we could just sit there for hours and listen I didn't to not know
3: it, he played saxophone.
1: Yeah. So do I. Oh, you guys could have alto. a little concert. Yeah, he plays alto and Barry now because he played, um, they needed Barry in college, so he did both. But yeah, I am super sad about that because it's not that I don't know if we'll ever go to The Enchanted Rose, but I think that that show at Hollywood Studios is definitely temporary based on what they've said. So will I ever get to hear those people again? I don't know. Sadness. Very sad.
0: Well, Florida is taking another step at reopening things a a little more, loosening the reins. The bars are now going to be able to go up to 50% capacity. And that is uh, actually starting today, the day that we're recording, Monday, September 14th. It doesn't apply to the bars that serve food like at Disney Springs, because those have already been um, operating at 50% capacity since they, are, um, they serve food. So anything that served food could have operated at 50% capacity already. Now it's on to anything that just serves alcohol. So that means that places like Dockside Margarita at Disney Springs will be able to open as well to that 50% capacity.
3: Okay, I think we need to put dockside margaritas on our list for a girl's trump, Vicky.
1: Yeah, Kaylee would probably agree with you.
3: <laughs> okay, so while we're on the subject. Not that of... she's
1: going, I just mean she would agree with you.
3: Right. Oh, hey, she's more than welcome to go. More <laughs> the merrier. It's going to be a blast. So while we're on the subject of somewhat food, let's talk about some of the specialty things that are out, like the mini donuts and the Hades nachos are back at Pico's Bells at the Magic Kingdom, which is my favorite restaurant there. (laughs) Um, You can get the donuts with a Haunted Mansion Ghost Carrier.
0: Done. I'm I'm (laughs) (laughs)
3: done. I love the mini donuts, so... Uh, the Poor Unfortunate Souls Float has also debuted at the Magic Kingdom. It features a cream cheese soft serve with black raspberry syrup and Coke. Now, if you remember last year when they had it, it had black raspberry soft serve, but many of the guests didn't like it. So they've decided to replace it with this cream cheese version. It's supposed to be a lot better. And you
0: can actually get it for $6.99. I, I don't know about
1: that one. Um, well, I don't know. I just saw somebody review it the other day, though. I did too. And they said it was better. But Kaylee was remembered this, and I didn't. But she said they said it tastes like cough syrup last year. It was like too much of that, that black too. raspberry, and it tastes like you were taking
3: Robitussin for a dessert. So
1: no. I wouldn't care for
3: that either. No. <laughs> you know, Abby will be happy to hear this as she's standing right here. Holiday churros have (laughs) arrived. Can you hear her squeal of excitement? (laughs) It is the regular churros, but sprinkled with orange and black sprinkles, and they are just six fifty. Or you can get two orange and black churros in an oogie boogie or Mickey bucket for twenty two dollars.
1: And they were pretty cute.
3: (laughs) Did you hear Abby? She said, "Let's get oogie boogie." (laughs) That's the popcorn bucket we had last year.
1: She loves those churros. We'll tell her to check her local Aldi because they carry churros. We and have you can, Aldis. We yeah, do. and, and Aldi's. you can make them in your air fryer and they taste like Disney.
3: There We're you go. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's my child for you. We're your tomorrow. mom will have to make
1: some caramel sauce because that does not come with them. Just she so doesn't like know. the caramel oh. sauce anyway. Oh, okay. She just likes
3: the churros
1: with the sugar or, or icing. I'm with you, Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi.
2: Um, Hollywood Studios has pumpkin bread tiramisu this year, and you can get it at Rosie's All-American Cafe, and it's just $4.99. It's described as eating a pumpkin spice latte. Uh, yum. Yes, I, love a, okay. I love Two of, a of my favorite things. I'm pumpkin about that. and tiramisu. <laughs> <laughs> the poisoned apple treat can be found at the trolley car cafe for 5.99 which is apple just an apple and caramel mousse covered in red glaze with crunchy candy base and then at animal kingdom you can get a new scar cupcake and it is red velvet cupcake filled with toasted marshmallow topped with chocolate marshmallow frosting and chocolate crispies at the very top there is a white Chocolate flame with green coloring and a scar made from edible icing. There's a lot of marshmallows in this treat. Not exactly sure how I feel about that. The center is one big marshmallow. The icing is marshmallow, so prepare for it to be super sweet. There's a, a lot order. of marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, I, that might be a lot depending on the I mean, I like marshmallow, it. but I don't know if I want it in a red velvet cupcake. Yeah.
1: I think I want it in a chocolate cupcake.
3: Yeah, that would be good. Like, almost like, or even like a graham cracker flavor cupcake. Maybe. Like a s'more.
1: Oh, that would be yummy. See, you guys just need to write into Disney. (laughs) Um, But the poison apple treat that you were reading about, I saw a picture of that. It looked amazing, and I'm not even a big, huge, I'm more of a cherry person than an apple. And... It looked awesome. And who comes up with these ideas? Like, to me, it looked like um, cheesecake. And then it had apple and caramel, like, going through it. That's what it looked like when they cut it open, but they said it was mousse. It looked thicker than mousse. It sounds good, though. Yeah, it does. Maybe they'll have it next year when we're there. (laughs) So our friend Margie, I hope, is listening to this because we know we all like our mini ears, but... I think she likes the mini ears more than any of us on at the travel agency. They have a new mini ear carrier, and I actually saw it on um, a YouTube channel today when we were eating dinner. Uh, the bag is from Loungefly, and it's a black, like, circular case with sequin Mickey ears on the front and the red sequin bow that they're pretty famous for. Most people have those ears or somebody in your family does. It has a faux leather strap, and it's removable in case you don't want to use it. The interior is red and white polka dots, true mini fashion. One side has a lifted piece in the center of it that holds your ears in place for travel. And the other side has two different size pockets. And the bottom of the bag is flat so that if you wanted to stand it up, you could or you could just lay it down in your suitcase. It is $118 and can be found at Mouse Gears in Epcot and at the Marketplace Co-op at Disney Springs. I was going to say, I cute. need to
3: get one of those until you said the price. Never mind. <laughs>
1: I know. But, I mean, it is super cute. You need to go on YouTube and watch it because it's pretty cute.
0: I'll have to go do that later. That's a lot for something that just holds your ears.
1: They're very important ears. They cost $30 most of the time.
0: It's true. It's (laughs) just, woo. that's a lot. (laughs) All right, so we got some clothes that have come out. An 80s retro line of clothing was released this week. 80s gear is all the rage right now. Um, These items can be found at Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, in Hollywood Studios. The line has bike shorts. Oh yeah. Some crop top sweaters and t-shirts that remind us of movie theaters in the late 80s. Annual pass holders are going to get a 30% discount on select merchandise at Walt Disney World starting September 15th through October 29th. Um, we didn't know if this would also apply for Shop Disney as well, but we'll let you know as soon as we hear anything.
1: I also heard that okay. Florida residents are receiving thirty percent discount at at the same um, on the same dates, but I didn't hear that till today. I think.
3: Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. I got the new um, Haunted Mansion coffee mug. One of my friends was down there uh, three weeks ago, and she messaged me. She said, hey, did you get your coffee mug yet? I'm like, no. She's like, you want it? Well, yeah. So she actually gave it to me at the racetrack Saturday night. Awesome. I I haven't used it yet.
1: I'd be afraid to use it. (laughs)
3: My mugs all just sit
1: and look pretty.
3: I use mine. I have to use a Disney mug every day, and my husband knows it. And since he's the one that usually gets my coffee for me in the morning right now, he'll, like, at night when he's cleaning up the kitchen he'll set my Disney coffee mug on the curb for me in the morning (laughs) sitting there all pretty nice okay so here's my other favorite subject Baby Yoda so Baby Yoda ears have arrived at Disney and you can get them for just $29.99 but you need to hurry because like all the other Baby Yoda items they sell out very quickly I hate that So then also, burgundy red mini ears have arrived, too. The ears are purple and red sequins, and the bow is burgundy velvet. The headband itself is burgundy velvet, too. And the ears were actually spotted at the Emporium at the Magic Kingdom and can be purchased for $29.99. So another set of ears have hit. The Dumbo Mickey Merch has arrived, including the Dumbo Mickey ears. The ears are silver sequins with red and gold ruffled ribbon around them. The bow is royal blue with gold and red accents with a round gold button accented with a red star in the center. They remind us a lot of a circus. And there is also a fun mug, pins, a magic band, and much more. So, is it just me or, and Stephanie's been on every
1: show with me for the last, well, for a long, long time, but I guess since Disney reopened, have they not put out more ears than I ever remembered before? I just, every I week, there's more and more ears. i sorry. I,
0: there are. And like, I can't find those baby Yoda ears. I was looking into the picture of them. I, I didn't I see find them, them uh, but I think
3: they, like they said, I think they went really fast, so I don't know if they're going to get them back right away. And then there's the the burgundy and red mini ears Um, I actually have a pair of homemade ears that look like that
1: oh nice if you can make them yourself the headband's usually more comfortable anyway
3: Uh, we actually made these for the cheerleaders on on the traveling team that Abby was on it was part of their gift that we made them all Mickey ears because they were the only team that they won the bid to go to Disney but then it ended up getting canceled because they, they didn't get to go. Sad.
2: So at Disneyland's World of Disney for just seventeen forty nine, Mulan slippers are now being offered. The design is almost like a carved bamboo with Mulan on one side and Chinese characters on the other. I saw these, but I didn't look close enough. I was curious if it was going to have like the loyal, brave, and true from the live action on there. I'm not sure what those Chinese characters are exactly, but that was just my assumption. Which I bet was super it was. Cute. Um, And then there's also a new French Dooney and Burke collection. Where's Chrissy when we need her? I'm sure she's found those already. (laughs) Right. Um, These bags have Minnie and Mickey decked out in their French outfits with pictures of Notre Dame, the Eiffel Tower, French words, and much more. It's super cute. I've seen them. They are. It is super cute. I don't know that I can
1: justify myself buying it, but it is very cute. Although I heard that now, um, and maybe they had this before and I didn't realize, um, my friend Angela, shout out to Angela. She's been listening to us pretty regularly. She found fabric that matches all the Dooney and Burke purses. And so she made me a mask to wear to school Aww, with one of the fab- yeah. So super cute, super expensive, but super cute fabric. Um, so the shortened park hours, I'm sorry, there are some more bad news, people. The shortened park hours have been extended until November the 28th for Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom. And last week, we had told you that four parks had shortened their hours until November 21st. But this week, Disney announced that the extensions were a little bit different. And Disney says this is due to the limited holiday offerings at those two parks. So I was a little confused by this because Hollywood Studios had Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. Now I realized that it had fireworks, but there was other parts of that show that I feel like they could have shown but just not um, done the fireworks part. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking in the wrong direction. I don't know. Or maybe that costs more money than I realized. Um, But that's why they said that they're going to close those two parks. So the Magic Kingdom will start being open for an extra hour a day starting November 6th. And as we mentioned earlier in the show, Epcot's hours will switch to 12 to 8 in late November. But no December hours for any of the parks has been released at this time. And now that we know... Mickey's Very Merry Christmas has been canceled. I kind of feel like they're going to be extended till the end of the year, but what do you guys think?
3: I just can't believe that we're actually talking about it already and it's this close.
1: That's because this is a very long spring break. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the truth. I
0: just feel like it, every every couple weeks we just say, and it's extended it again, <laughs> and it's extended again. Yep. Like, it's just feeling almost normal that it's just going to keep on happening. It's going to be a big, a big shock when we say, "They're done. They're done." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I have to say that at least we are not dealing with poor Miranda. How close she is to Disneyland! We at least yeah, know that I, Disney World's open, even if it's for shortened hours. Poor Disneyland! You just have to go and look and look at the gates and dream what's behind them because I you can't never remember.
2: Dream that they would be closed this long there. It's I just, just want to hear that they're open to know, like, magic is back in the world. <laughs> That's my right. World.
1: <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> right. I don't <laughs> blame you. So, Saturday, September 12th, was Hong Kong Disneyland Resort's 15th anniversary. And, unfortunately, they were still closed because of COVID. But the resort did have a virtual celebration via Facebook. Disney cast members and executives prepped for the big celebration. Hong Kong Disneyland also offered a limited edition tote bag and pin combo to any guests that reserved at the resort within the next six months. So that's a great incentive right there. Plus you get a limited edition pin set to be redeemed later.
1: So they want you to come. They sure do.
3: Hopefully they will soon. (laughs) So, on to some happy news, or at least I think it's happy news. Uh, Beginning October 15th, the Bahamas will be entering Phase 3 of the Tourism Readiness and Recovery Plan. As part of the plan, beaches and hotels will reopen on all of the islands. Um, There are, of course, safety measures that have been put in place by the Bohemian government. Guests will need an approved bohemian health visa that you can get online, proof of a negative COVID-19 RT-PCR test taken no more than five days prior to your arrival, and the only applicants who are not required to provide a COVID-19 test are children under the age of 10 or pilots and crew who remain overnight in the Bahamas. There's also a mandatory 14-day vacation in place, which they mean VIP, experience at a hotel, private club, or rented accommodations like an Airbnb, as well as on a private boat. Disney Cruise Line offers these details about upcoming sailings to their Mm -hmm. private island Castaway Key, and other bohemian itineraries. Whether you wish to take a long weekend or a week-long vacation, the Bahamas puts a breathtaking tropical beauty well within reach. With cruises ranging from three to eight nights, you can experience historic Nassau, Corky Key West, and Disney Castaway Key, our own private piece of heaven in the Bahamas. Plus, Port Canaveral is just an hour away from Walt Disney World Resort. Disney Cruise Line has currently suspended sailings until October 31st, 2020. They will reassess CDC's no-sale order and current travel conditions for cruise guests at that time. It does sound promising, but earlier today, I did see where Disney had um, taken off all their November sailings and the first week of December. So I don't know if maybe they might be um, readjusting some itineraries. Um, or if, you know, this is all a hoopla and they're going to, the CBC is going to make them cancel them. but I, I'm just hoping that they're going to just rearrange some of the schedules because some of the ports and stuff are not going to be open. At least that's what I would expect. Um, cause I do know that they want to get these ships back out and with people on them at like 75% capacity.
1: Well, I've never been to Castaway Key, but I know from all of you guys that have been, Maybe they could just let you stay there for two or three days. I would
3: be okay with that.
1: Apparently, it is an amazing place that I hope to get to go to someday.
3: In fact, when we were researching our next cruise, that was a must on our kids. We we didn't want to go back to Nassau because we've already been there. We wanted to go somewhere different, but Castawee Key had to be our stop because my son actually told his teacher that was his favorite destination. Cool.
1: That's what I've heard from most people.
0: I don't get how that would work with a mandatory 14-day vacation in-place experience with a cruise. Like, on a cruise, you're there, you drop off in the city and say, hey, and then you get back on the boat. So how are they going to acquire you?
3: I would say, because I did see also in that article that uh, they are going to start offering um, the excursions starting November 1st. So um, I would say maybe that 14-day rule will be for like majority of October and then maybe in November they would just miss that. Or like you said, take the COVID test, prove that you don't have it and you don't have to do it.
0: It just sounded to me like it was, you have to do all three of those things. You have to quarantine in place and do a COVID test.
3: I think it has to be at least one, well, I mean... I think it has to be one of the two or one of two out of the three is what I'm taking it at.
1: They got to recoup their money somehow. You got to stay right. there for 14
3: days before you can go out. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm thinking if you have the COVID test proving that you didn't have it within five days of your travel, then you would be safe. And as long as you did that visa, the health visa, you'd be okay. But then if you showed up and you didn't have either one of them, then you would have to do the... 14-day quarantine, or however they put that—the 14-day VIP experience. Right. right. <laughs> they wanted to
1: make it's it a sound quarantine,
2: good. Let's call it what it is.
1: You're going to be locked in your house with your family again. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> good luck. Um, So in harmony with what Stephanie was saying earlier at the start of the podcast, Christine McCarthy, chief executive financial officer for Disney, said that Disney is watching their spending much more closely. So they're prioritizing things. And top of the list right now is the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel at Disney World and the Avengers Campus at California Adventure in Anaheim. The Mickey's Runaway Railway at Disneyland. So those three things are priority. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Two of the three are in my park anyway, so (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Um, McCarthy didn't mention any of the other projects priority-wise, but progress is still being made in Epcot for the Guardians of the Galaxy Project Rewind, the Play Pavilion, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, the park entrance, and then Tron at Tomorrowland's Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I
1: thought that was interesting that she didn't mention those, but everything that I'm seeing and all the news we've been putting forth shows that it may not be the fastest construction in the world, but it is still making progress.
3: So if any of you are interested in receiving Your Story Travel Company newsletter, uh, just send a quick email to yourstorytravel.com and just ask to be put on our mailing list for the newsletter and you will be put on it. It goes out the first of every month and there are some pretty cool articles about new merch that comes out each month. Um, We do some packing tips with Stephanie and Vicki does her history. And um, we have some Run Disney information and a hotel or resort spotlight each month. And you don't want to miss out on any of the potential promotions that Disney or any of the other uh, vendors that we have release. So if you want to get on that, just shoot us an email and we'll be sure to add you. I don't know about anybody else, but
1: I enjoy reading it, and I only do one part of it. So um, I can't imagine that the in- listeners wouldn't enjoy reading it. So if you are not currently involved in that, I would give us a little email so that we can get that taken care of. Gina heads that up for us.
3: Or even if it's easier, send Vicki a message on our on our Facebook page here at Mousecapades, and she can let me know, and I can get y'all set up, and you will get it the...
1: First of October. I be awesome, which will be here tomorrow if we don't watch it.
3: Holy cow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So thanks for joining us this week, Gina and Miranda, and helping us put out a plethora of more Disney news. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or just want a free quote, contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Twitter page, Mousecapades Pod.
0: Be sure to listen to Friday's show, where Vicki and I interview Betsy's kids about Disney World, Disneyland, and Disney Cruises, followed by a big surprise. You won't want to miss it. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast.
1: Well, girls, I think it is about that time. Disney love. See y'all real soon. Till
0: the spire. Have a magical day, my friends.